0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have another episode with one of my former heel members. So, I have Carly on the podcast. Carly was in the last round of heel, which was the round where i taught everyone how to work in the earth akashic records with earth akashic healing the 23rd dimension 23rd plus dimensions so carly is an earth akashic healer and um we talked through her journey what brought her to spirituality what brought her to the earth akashic training all of it within this episode and it is really, really fun. Um, I think you all will really love hearing Carly's story and getting to connect to her here. And I really hope that you enjoy hearing these stories from people, from these amazing people I get to work with about what brought them onto their spiritual journey. So the other exciting thing that I get to announce with this episode is that level one of Earth Akashic training is now open for for enrollment. This is what HEAL has turned into. So this is my signature group training program i will be teaching you how to work with the akashic records in the 23rd plus dimensions how to work with earth akashic healing level one is become your own healer i will be teaching you all the things you need to know to do healing for yourself because we can't be healers for other people until we've become our own best healer so Level one is all about teaching you to become your own best healer. And then level two will be open right after level one is finished. For those of you who want to continue on to learn how to heal others. This is the only way to learn earth akashic healing. This incredible modality from me. And I'm the only person who can teach you because it's my modality that was channeled to me. So if you are interested, enrollment is open. We start September 15th which is a Wednesday. And our meetings will be on Wednesday evenings from uh, 6 to 8 p.m. Mountain Time, which is 5 to 7 Pacific and 8 to 10 Eastern. I'm so excited that this is finally open. I've been working hard behind the scenes to get this next level new round ready to open there's so much that comes with it and as you listen to carly explain her experiences she is certified in level one and two with me so she is a full earth akasha healer for herself and others hopefully that will really help you feel the feel into if this is something that you are meant to learn and meant to share with others so, I will have the link to read all about level 1 and to sign up if you are ready to sign up. That will all be in the show notes and I am so excited to welcome you all in to level 1. This is going to be extraordinary and life-changing. So, so excited. And without further ado, let's go into this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Hello everybody. I have Carly with me today. Welcome to the podcast, Carly. I'm so excited to get to chat with you. I'd love to just have you jump right in and introduce yourself. So tell us about you, please.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Carly. I live in Santa Barbara, California. I met Shannon doing HEAL uh, and got to work with her as my mentor. So really excited to be here and be able to share a little bit about my journey both before, during and now after that experience.
0: Absolutely. I'm so glad to have you here because I love doing these discussions on the podcast with with different people who have done work with me because I like to ask you all about your your spiritual journey and you know what practices really connect with you and how your spiritual life looks like now and so I'm really excited to ask you those questions in a second because i want to hear about basically like what was your experience getting into spirituality what did it look like what drew you in what were the practices that drew you in and then of course you were in heal so you we did that and that was amazing yeah and we'll talk about that but i guess we'll, we'll just go ahead and start with like before before heal before you know the last 6 months or so what was your relationship to spirituality? Like, how did it come in for you? What did you start? What did you start with? How did you start? Whatever you want to share, but I find it really helpful for people, myself included to hear others journeys because it just reminds us that it's all very diverse. So yeah. What was your journey? How did you get to spirituality?
1: Yeah. So funnily enough. um, I mean, I think the, 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 wounded healer archetype is so prevalent in people in our community in the spiritual community definitely kind of resonate with that storyline and I come from a very rigid sort of Christian background where I grew up with very strict you know confines of like this is what it looks like to be spiritual and this is what it looks like to absolutely not be in line (laughs) and so a lot of very like specific narratives without a lot of room for like exploration and like self-expression. And so I always found a home in that community and in evangelical spaces because I did feel naturally very in touch with the spirit and I still am. Um, But in that sort of culture, I never really found where it clicked for me. And I was always sort of like, Hmm, I feel like there's more or I feel like there's something different or I feel like I'm doing it wrong or you know, etc., etc. And so while I'm in this whole culture, you know, mostly high school and college, I went to a private Christian college as well. And that was, you know, really something I chose for myself, you know, not, not anything my family pushed on me or anything, but during that time, you know, I had really severe anxiety and was prone to panic attacks. And this anxiety would also manifest in my body as specifically for me, really bad, um, like gut issues. And so I would have like trouble digesting, trouble keeping food down, acid reflux, like the whole nine yards. Um, and so it was just that feeling of like, why do I feel so gross in my body? And how come no doctors can tell me what the heck is going on? <laughs> and how how do I start healing from that? And so after college, when I kind of got out of like the evangelical like culture that was just all around me based on context, I... You know, really started that self healing journey, and I had like great mentors and my older sisters to look up to. That kind of like set this path for me, so it wasn't like totally like foreign or inaccessible, inaccessible to me. So I, you know, started going to therapy and like really working on myself and learning about the mind body connection and realizing that things that are happening in my body have an emotional, energetic (laughs) um, tie to what's happening physically, and that there's I have a lot more control over that, then I was taught that I could. Yeah, so that's kind of how I got into all of it. And then from there, just continue to expand, expand, expand on on what that looked like for me.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I love that. I think that's what really stuck out to me there is the fact that you're the place you started was therapy, which I just want to take a moment and say, it's really interesting because that's where most of us start is because that's the most easily accessible, easily talked about thing that we can do for healing, right? <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, okay, it's relatively common to talk about therapy at this point. And so it's a great starting point and there's so much, so much good in that. And then from that, what if there was a thing or a reason, like, what was it that made you go? Yeah. You know what? This, this is great, but I also want more. Like I want to go deeper. Was that, that you felt like there was more, you could learn about the mind body connection. Did it, you feel like there was a place where like you needed to go deeper in a way that you couldn't in that like more traditional sense or yeah. Does any of that like kind of resonate with how you were feeling or if this is something different?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, I would say that part of it is just the culture of that community, and I won't go down that whole bunny trail, but just noticing that there wasn't room for everyone in that space, and uh, being part of the LGBT community myself, and being a woman, there is just a lot of messages, both sort of blatant and subliminal, that I was like, hmm, you know, this doesn't sit right in my body, this doesn't sit right with me energetically, and as much as I Try to understand and dive deeper into the scripture, it just never felt like that's what Jesus meant, or and that's what we what the teaching was actually trying to bring to the table. And so it's actually been really interesting because now that I've sort of like I set that down for a few years completely and then gone on this whole like spiritual awakening, if you will. And now when I like look back at scriptures, I'm like, oh like that's what it meant (laughs) it's like you see it from a totally different angle a totally new light um so yes that's part of it is like wanting to go deeper or rather more expansive with it um and then putting a lot of like the things that that culture considers like fearful like bringing that to the light and like giving space to other energies that are powerful and helpful and healing and so like you know in earth akashic work that we do together it's like we call on yeah jesus can be present but so is sophia so is you know kuan yin so is like all these other beautiful goddesses and gods that are present and it's like it's all it's all of it
0: not just one or the other i love that that because that was something for me too that really struck a chord with me when i was starting my like first starting to explore this work, I was like, wow, because I was raised Catholic and it never fully resonated. I was like, I mean, I feel like, like the underlying message I understand, but like the way it's being portrayed or interpreted just feels off. Right. And so it really stuck out to me when I started down this path to be like, oh my goodness, I can still call in you know, Mary Magdalene or mother Mary, or like you said, Jesus. But then I also can call on all these other gods or goddesses or energies. Like I can, I can connect into every tradition and all of them have something that we can learn from. And so I I love that. And I also so deeply agree that like there truly is this uh, such interesting energy of when you look back at scripture or the Bible or whatever, I guess it's the same thing. Um, When, after you've gone through a spiritual, like awakening journey, there is this like, wow. I mean, it is basically talking about the same thing. Like, that's pretty cool. It's just interpretation. It's beauty to me of spiritual work is that we can zoom out and really like look at things with more of a bird's eye view. And then we also can go, obviously we can also zoom in and look at them even more deeply than we look at them in our normal human life. But being able to zoom out really allows us to see, oh, okay, this is what it was trying to be said. And I can let go of the interpretation of it that I learned and actually see what is the truth of it for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's for me, it's all about that inclusivity and understanding that it's it's all the same higher power and that all these different traditions I like that you use that word for it these different traditions are different avenues that make it accessible to every single type of person and every person can choose uh, it's just finding yeah the entryway that you find
0: accessible absolutely yeah and then also for you even before we talk about heal or the earth akashic work you're also a yogi, right? You got into, yes. you also have yoga as part of your background and entrance into and deepening, I'm, I'm sure into the spiritual work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. For me, I'm very much connected to my body and, you know, even I studied theater in college. And so even that, yes, I have a theater degree, but I actually, I, I like to say that I have a, a degree in body movement because that's really like what it was in my program. And so that in combination with the yoga and then in the last year or so, I've gotten really into five rhythms and ecstatic dance as, as part of my expression as well. And so all of these things, it's it's such a sweet relationship I've gotten to cultivate with my body on top of therapy because the therapy I was doing was somatic therapy and like moving energy like through my chakra system and focusing on okay, like where's that energy moving? Oh, okay. It's in my heart. Okay. Now it's in my gut. What's it doing there? And like, we do that same kind of work in earth Akashic too. And so I really just feel like every modality that I come in contact with is just another little piece of the puzzle or another tool in my belt, if you will.
0: Absolutely. And we're all just, we're adding, we're adding layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So the yoga is definitely a huge part of it for me because that's That too was like such a healing experience with my relationship with my body, but also with exercise and feeling like, okay, I can show up to yoga and sometimes it's amazing exercise. And sometimes I'm here just to like meditate and be here for my soul and not have to feel um, intimidated by going to the gym or whatever. And so it was a really nice, like sweet, accessible point for me again as well
0: yeah oh, I love that so actually I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions about that We're gonna have that avenue that avenue for a second okay. because and just so I know if at any point I ask you a question you're like yeah I don't want to go down that road you just let me know and we'll we'll backtrack for sure. um, but the relationship to the body and cultivating that like that's actually something that I've been I feel like I've been hearing or maybe I've just been talking with more people about it lately so and that relationship to exercise and movement, and how to like use what we learn in a spiritual and somatic way of like talking to the body, listening to the body. What does the body want? What does it need? Right. And, um, and also being aware of taking care of ourselves and having a good relationship with our bodies and our vessel here. And, and obviously, in the earth work, we took, we talk a lot about talking to the body, but also that's somatic therapy. That's, Yoga, like all of this, all of these other modalities, you need connection to the body as well. And so, my question is: if you're open to sharing, what has it been like to reconnect to your body or connect to your body in a new way on the spiritual path? Whatever kind of jumps out that that feels like it's what you want to share or, or relevant to that question.
1: Yeah, great question. Um it's been beautiful and emotional and hard and what's the word i'm looking for like like a reclaiming of myself and for me like i would say that the first step of that was working on my solar plexus you know i was having all of these gut issues and the messages that i was receiving from my healers and my like my guides and And all that was, you know, I needed to work on speaking my truth and holding myself like confident, trusting my gut, stop asking everybody for their opinions and their questions and focus inward and acknowledge my own power, my own discernment and um, intuition and trusting those things. And so for me, it was learning to trust my body learning to trust my body that it has something to say. And so now it's like, you know, the smallest thing can happen in my body. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's what's what we say in here? You know, it's like, I'm very much in tune with like, okay, it's not nothing. It's never nothing, right? And and so um, for me, it's just a sweet relationship that I get to then use my body for good, um, both in the sense of like, I think, yeah, I think that when we come in, for me, all of this like spiritual, all of this work is amplified times a thousand when we do it in community. And so bringing my body to a physical space, even if that's over Zoom or over a podcast, it is still showing up physically and therefore bringing my energy with it. And so, yeah, it's been a really such like a, a reclaiming process of how I get to show up in this world. Um, and be part of this shift that we're in as a collective yes answer your question
0: (laughs) it does no I love that I love that you use the word reclaiming because I love to think of it as reclaiming the space you're taking up in the world Mm -hmm. which is powerful right and that's making me you know I, I can go down so many tangents with this but that's made me think of you know, especially I think as women, but everyone to a certain extent, we're taught um, societally to like take up as little space as possible, right? We're taught to like be small and like keep our bodies small and, you know, all of that, right? And like take up a little space and the reclaiming, it's not about like, it's not about the physical, it's about the, this is this is my body and my vessel here and I'm reclaiming that my energy is is here in this now and this is how I want to show up yeah. that is pretty awesome
1: yeah absolutely and and for me too like I said it's learning to trust my body and so over a year ago I got sick with mono and was sick for like 3 months and that was like you know I was already in therapy at that point but you know I really couldn't eat very well my throat was like so swollen so I was doing a lot of throat chakra work at the time and like reclaiming my voice and working on my mom trauma in therapy, my trauma, if you will. And so <laughs> I had like all of these balls in the air where, where like I keep saying it's all connected and um, like shed a bunch of physical weight and like, you know, all these changes in my body where that was like a grieving and a, a death in itself and a rebirth in itself. And now I'm getting to like honor my body and enjoy food and, you know, it just totally changed like so much of the relationship. And so, yeah, really kind of taking that time to slow down, I think is important to listen to your body when, when it's trying to tell you something.
0: I totally agree. Yeah. That brings us to, to continue on that similar subject of talking to the body and listening to and the body and like how much our body knows, like our body, our body truly has all of the answers. And it is really interesting when we look at, Physical illness or symptoms and how they correlate to what's going on um, energetically, <laughs> like, and, and that's something that we talk so much about in the kashik work. But like you were saying, mono throat needing to speak up and like work on the on that specific like trauma, right? And needing to reclaim your voice in that, like, of course you got you got something physical that connected into it, right? Or um, you know, digestive issues, so many people have digestive issues and there's so many different like little nuances of what that can be, but it pretty much always shows up in some way about like not digesting life or not digesting your power or not digesting like how you're showing up in some way. And it's really interesting because we can then look at that and be like, ah, the body really is so, so literal, (laughs) so literal. truly, Yes. So with all of that being said, I am curious, deep as you want to share what it has been like for you with this journey, with like what you would already discovered and, and um, connected into for yourself, what earth Akashic healing has been like for you, what learning that and using that work has been like for you, how has that helped? How has that helped deepen your relationship to your body or your energy or what's going on? How has that impacted you?
1: Yeah. Well, first I'd like to start by sharing just why I got drawn to, to the program in general. Um, and like I said, I, you know, so I'm on this journey, I'm trying all these different modalities, I'm doing therapy, I'm doing yoga, I'm doing some Reiki, you know, I'm like, just open to whatever the universe has in front of me. And so then here I see this Shannon running heel, never heard of it. I saw it on Instagram through a friend and I, you know, kind of like reached out and sort of just wanted to learn more. And didn't know much about Akashic work at all. Um, but really got sucked in because I was like, this is cool. This is another like tool in the belt, right? And so so part of it was, you know, that healing desire for myself because I'd been on this journey of healing my body and and healing my spirit. But then also, like I mentioned earlier, I have an older sister. Well, I've two older sisters, but one by blood, and she has definitely been blazing this trail for me as far as, you know, getting much more into the spiritual life and, or I should say, getting much more into the spiritual lifestyle um, ahead of me and teaching me a lot as she's been learning. And so she's absolutely my first teacher, my first mentor when it comes to this stuff. And as, and she's a therapist and an amazing healer herself in a lot of different ways. And as much as she has that energy that healing capability. Um, she was just been having a lot of physical pain with around her menstrual cycle and her menses the last few years. And as much self-work as she did that, I watched her do, um, womb healing and seeing all kinds of different healers to help her and going to doctors who, you know, told her, well, just take birth control. And, you know, like, hitting dead end after dead end and still being in such immense physical pain. And so definitely part of me was like, I would love to find something to offer to the world, but first and foremost to my sister that can be of use in her journey. And so happy to to share that since I got trained in the earth Akashic work um, and shared that experience with her as I went and have done several sessions with her, she is reporting zero pain During her menstrual cycles now, which is amazing. It's so huge. And, um, you know, of course, there's all kinds of other work that she's doing alongside of of the work that I did with her. But I really am just feeling so blessed to even be able to play any kind of role in that. And so if if I never like worked with anybody else, the whole experience like would be worth it, you know. And and luckily, that's not the case, because I do get to share it with other people. And so for me, that's just like this really sweet morsel of encouragement of of why I'm doing this work um and so in in general uh the earth akashic healing work taught me I think some of my favorite things that taught me were working with the elements and realizing um that these things I knew intuitively or in my body getting to put words to them and realize like, Oh, I'm just like really using earth energy right now, or I'm really using water to clear. And no wonder I like to do my yoga on the beach and then jump in the water. Like these are all, you know, connected and, and the elements are so much more powerful than, than I previously was aware of. And so now I get in my daily life, to be like, oh, cool! Look at that rock. Like, feel this energy. Oh, cool tree. Like that tree's got wisdom, you know. And it's just like the whole world is so much more alive around me. And so I love,
0: I love that part um, of having learned from you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we got. I've got a. I got to backtrack of what you yeah. said there. Um, so first off, starting with your sister, and it just actually even before that, like that being your motivation. I just. I mean, you said that to me before, but, um, I. I love thank you for sharing that on the podcast too, like for people to hear. Cause I think that is just the coolest thing. I mean, it's so cool. Obviously like all of us want to heal ourselves and, um, that's usually the big thing that brings people to any of this kind of work. But then also that, that was like such a motivation for you as well. I think it's just one of the coolest things. Um, especially because that's incredible. I mean, and, and, like you said, it's not, it's not like a one thing is the thing that does all of it. And I even said that about my own work. Like it's not just that earth, Akashic healing or shamanic work or whatever is going to be the only thing that anyone needs. And it is such a powerful tool to be able to offer. And so like, that's amazing. And just Yay. Congratulations. (laughs) And I'm so happy for her too, because man, I know what it feels like to have terrible, terrible, um, period pain. So like, and all the things that goes along with it. So I'm so happy that that has been something you've been able to work with her on. Like it's incredible.
1: And it's been so healing in our relationship, even because, you know, I mentioned, you know, we have issues with our mom. And so we're both moving through that in our own different ways. Um, And so getting to help clear some of that energy from her womb. And like I said, she's my first like mentor to go ahead of me. And so she's helped me heal in so many ways, just by like, being a good older sister and a friend that's always been there for me. So for me to even be able to return that in any capacity was like, so so rewarding and and special to me and uh even in the work we i worked with um another participant of our cohort and asked her to to look into my records about my uh, soul connection with my sister and got to learn more about that and so it's just this fun narrative where we um really just grown closer and have been being able to walk side by side in this journey together it's really beautiful
0: really sweet that's so beautiful that's like the most special connection to be able to share that kind of work back and forth with family plus also every time you help each other heal you're you're helping yourself heal as well because you're connected like that's generational healing you know exactly yes amazing yeah so incredibly special yeah when I get to um I don't get to fully sit down and like deeply do the work with my siblings. They're both, they're both boys. I have two brothers Mm -hmm. and they're like, they're both like, "Mm, that's interesting. (laughs) You know? So there are things I can share and very like, almost like, like how you'd share it with a kid where you're (laughs) very, very like watered down. But even that, sometimes it's really cool to see them take that and then be like, Oh, yeah feel good like that you know so to be able to like really go deep with your with your sister is really amazing yeah and then the elemental connection um and the earth connection i mean because you're such like an earth an earth fairy like you're such like so (laughs) connected in placements for (laughs) you right seriously it's really, I'm really glad to hear that too. How much working with the elements was like, oh, just a remembrance. That's the thing. That's the word I want to use with that. Like a remembrance because you knew what you were doing. Like it's just adding words to it. And so much of spiritual work, my, my understanding and view of spiritual work is that so much of it is an understanding or sorry, a remembrance um, of, oh, I already knew how to do this. I'm just remembering the words to describe what I already knew how to do, which is also really cool to me. Is there anything specific that you would like to? Any specific stories you would like to share? Anything specific that you? Speaking of throat and voice, anything specific you'd like to voice or share to the with the, the world? You know, whoever listens to this, that you want me to ask you. I'm feeling called to? I don't. I, feel, I don't always ask that question, but I'm feeling called to ask you that. So. Is there anything?
1: One thing I did want to share um, is just because you were asking about, you know, what was heal like for me and how did that help my spiritual journey and make help me to grow? And I think one of the biggest things other than just connecting into the elements, like I already mentioned, it really helped me get over any sort of imposter syndrome. And I think that's so common to come up in this community. I mean, for everyone, you know, starting a new job or wearing a type of clothing that you don't normally wear and like just all the little things. It's so easy to feel like, oh, I'm fronting. I'm, I'm being inauthentic or dishonest with who I am or I'm not presenting myself the way that I actually am. And so it, this journey has really helped me understand that it's it's a yes and. It's and it's I'm laughing because that's such like a theater thing, like an improv thing. Yes and. Uh, but like <laughs>
0: that where that's from that yeah. makes sense because I like I heard that somewhere and then I was <laughs> like and then I just use it all the time, but that makes sense. It's an improv thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and life is one big improv, right? Like <laughs> maybe that's cheesy, but it totally is like when you stop resisting the flow and you just go with what the universe is sending you, then it stops feeling like such a freaking battle all the time. And it's like, oh, what am I learning here? Who's showing up here? Okay, what are we doing now? And it's so much more freeing um, when you have that kind of trust that you're being supported. And so I think this Earth Akashic work, um, your program really helped me to feel confident and like trust in that. And like I said, get over this imposter syndrome. You know, I've been working on my throat and solar plexus are like my main chakras that I've been working on the last few years. And that's that's a lot about like confidence, self-worth, speaking your truth, um, standing up for yourself and that kind of stuff. And so I guess I'm just feeling um, led to share that if you are being called to this work, like you're supposed to be doing it. And that's something that you told us all the time when we were, you know, saying like, um, I don't feel like we're doing it right. Or I don't feel like I can, or, you know, I'm scared or, you know, I don't know if I should be here. You should, if you are being drawn to this work, like you should do it. And for me, it was just realizing that like we, anyone can do this kind of work. And if you're being called to it, you're meant to be here. You're not, for me, I had to learn that like, I'm not just doing something that's trendy. Because I think that's like a big thing right now. It's spiritualism is getting very trendy. But also, even in that, it's trendy for a reason because we're in this collective shift. And something my sister and I talk a lot about is like, you're you're either going with it or you're getting left behind. <laughs> so if you're choosing to go with it and you want to be part of the healing movement, then do it. Because like, that's, you know, you've shared, Shannon, why you've even started teaching people and having apprentices because you've been doing this work for years now and you, you can't do it on your own. None of us can. And so it's just really cool to see um, the collective like growing in community in that sense.
0: Yes. So many good things in there. I agree with you fully. I, so I want to start with the trendy bit. Actually, maybe I want to start with the, no, we can't do it alone because that is a huge part of my personal like mission is like, I, I really want to see, you know, this work—the Earth Akashic the work, the grounding work, the elemental work—all of it, like, really accessible all over the world. Like, you know, that's like dream one day. Like, Reiki is like, you know, all over the world. Like, that's that's my dream. But the reason for that is it's not really about me. I mean, of course, of course, it benefits me. But um, it's on the that's like the human level. But the the greater level of it is that is spiritual spirituality is trendy right now and that's amazing. I totally agree with the like you're either going with it or you're being left behind like we're a hundred percent in that space. however, there is so much also so much ungrounded spirituality and and spiritual work and stuff that doesn't like you know you may have had this experience too I know I had a lot of experiences where I was like I would go work with someone or learn something and be like, Oh, that doesn't actually really help. <laughs> like, you know, it's not really sticking with me. And so I feel like we're at this space and and this is my vision. So hopefully this, this, you know, resonates. I think it probably does because you, you were in heel with me. And so you, you, um I talked about it with you guys, but is really to kind of, in a good way, like take advantage of the trendiness of spirituality to infuse some more like grounded healing, like return to roots energy in it, which is, you know, Akashic, the Akashic records are very woo-woo and spiritual, right? I mean, and you, you go in them, like they are a whole other, a whole other ball game. But within that, with the earth akashic, we can still keep it grounded and like we're connected to our roots, to earth, to like why we're here so that we can really help the collective move forward and not be left behind because that's what we're here to do, right? Like, and that's, and the imposter syndrome, I'm glad you brought that up because I don't know anyone who doesn't feel that. I mean, I feel that sometimes too, right? But I really think that that is because, or part of that is because when we want to show up and we want, you know, most people come to spiritual work because they first want to help themselves. But then we realize, oh, I can also help other people with this, you know? And that's where that imposter syndrome comes in of like, okay, well, who am I to do this? Right. But then it's also who am I not to do this? Because if we're talking about the collective and either going forward or being left behind, like we don't want all humanity to be left behind. We want humanity to be, to move forward. And so the imposter syndrome is this like, okay, well, that's what I want. I see it, but also who am I to do it? And I I don't know if that, if that way of wording, it resonates with you, if you'd agree with me in that, but that's at least what I think of when I think of that, um, just to kind of add to what you, what you shared. Cause I think it's an interesting conversation to have feeling, to feel into same thing to notice for ourselves. I, I think it's a really interesting one to take a look at.
1: Absolutely. And that idea of who am I to do it? You know, I just look at it as an offering, then this is my offering, if it serves you take it if it doesn't leave it. And um, on the thread of like, if you're being called to this work, do it like you've always told us and that people like we're never gonna no one's ever going to come to us for healing. If it's someone that like we can't help or that is like beyond our abilities, because That's the synchronicity of the universe sending exactly who's supposed to be in front of us in front of us. And so every different kind of person needs to be doing this work. Every different kind of human design (laughs) needs to be doing this work so that everybody has those different points of accessibility um, in a healer or a mentor. So, yeah, I think that is really important. And like, that's why I share the story about my sister specifically, because it's like that for me is like, okay, I'm doing something, (laughs) you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah, that's, that's brilliant because there is, I think for everyone, there is, there are those like one or two stories where, especially as you do more and more, you're like, okay, yep, this is, this is proof first for ourselves, first for ourselves, for that part of ourselves, that's like, feels like an imposter of like, why am I even telling people I can, you know, help them with this. And then the first few big like stories we have of like wow, like this shifted things. And I actually saw it. That like gives us proof for ourselves, which makes it easier to open our energy, which there is like solar plexus, right? Open our energy, our power to invite in the people who are here to like the soul, the soul contracts who are here to work with us or like who we're here to help um or you know guide forward on their journey. Yeah. And I
1: actually have a question for you, and maybe this is for the podcast and maybe it's not, (laughs) but um, talking about like that trendiness and how you're saying that a lot of energy or, or spiritual people are not grounded in the work that they do. And one of the most pivotal tidbits we learned in HEAL was you teaching us about not Pouring into Mama Earth and not sending our energy and putting our burdens on her, and rather releasing that up where it can so much more easily be transmuted. Yeah. And so, but I I do now. At the time when you taught us that, I was like, well, I was very like, you know, like very like resistant to accepting that because it was absolutely in my practice. I'll admit that. And uh, to just like, oh, like put you know, just send all my energy down to Earth. She can take care of it. And now I see so many people preaching that and how do you respond to it? I mean, like, I don't want to be trolling the internet and telling everybody, Hey, actually you're wrong in your spiritual practice, because that is like one of the very few things like, you know, mostly in this practice, we say like, you can't do it wrong. You really can't do anything wrong. But that's like one of the very few things that you've ingrained in me now that was like, Oh, careful. Like that's, that's actually kind of toxic, you know? And so I guess I'm curious, like, how do you respond when you see that all over Instagram? I
0: actually love that question flipping the script. You're asking me a question now. Um, (laughs) Well, so actually first I'm going to just explain why I teach it that way for people who are listening who maybe haven't heard me say that before. So when I, I, I do teach, you don't core down into the center of the earth, which is something that most of us are taught to do. Like that's how I was taught too. Like I used to do it. Um, so many guided meditations bring you all the way down to the center of the earth. And it's like, leave your energy and let her transmute it for you. Mama earth can do it. And when I started working with my shamanic teacher two years ago, that was the first thing she said to me. She was, she was like, do you accord to the earth? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, thinking it was a good thing. I was like, yeah, I do. Like I'm grounded. And she was like, never do that again. <laughs> and i was and um so the reason for that is because we're already part of the earth <laughs> we're already connected to her and if you think of it the earth is like this big mother organism and we're kind of all the little parasites that live on her and we have a symbiotic relationship because para- like we have parasites that live in our body that are good for us we also have ones that are bad right but um When we are cording into the earth, we're kind of becoming that like bad parasite that's sucking her energy out because we're going in and we're taking mother earth's energy. We already have her energy because we're like part of the neurons of her, of her, like we're connected into her, but the earth has all of the billions of people on the planet, all of the animals, all of the plants, all of that, that she's already supporting no matter what. And then when we cord into her and we say, you know, I'm going through a really bad breakup or like, well, this inner child work is really good in me. And we're like giving it to her, to the, to the earth. It's like, we just, we just sent a whole other thing right down on her for her to like gasp under, like, how do I have energy for this? Right. Mm-hmm. And so what I teach is is connecting into the earth star shocker, which is the bottom of our energetic field of our aura, because that's our. Natural connection into the earth, into the grid of the earth, and um, what I do. So, to your question, what do I do when I see that all over the place? If there's a room, is if there is room for me to share a different practice, I will. You know, if there's a, if I'm in a space, if I'm meeting somebody, if we're having a conversation, and there's room for me to share, hey, try it this way instead of going into the courting into the earth, I will do so there's also lots of places where it's just not. And all, I mean, I don't really do much. I just continue to share my way of doing it. um, and the way I was taught and the, the shamanic way of doing it, as opposed to trying to change the minds of all the people who do, who, who teach, you know, ground to the earth. I just try to do my best to teach in any place where there's an opening why don't you try it this way instead? And also, you know, sometimes I will do other people's meditations if I feel really called to it. And then those meditations, they might ground you down into the center of the earth at the beginning. And what I do in those spaces is I don't go down. I will go to my earth star and I will stop. And also, I mean, there are some of the sort of my older pieces of work um, that I'm like, Every time I find something, I like try and, and go shift it. But there are some of my older pieces of work from before I started grounding that way that do take you into the center of the earth. And so what I do with those is I um, you know, until I get to this get around to being able to fully shift them, I set the intention that you can still go into the earth. So you might notice there's, I think, I believe there are some, there are a few meditations that I still bring you into the center of the earth but I don't tell you to cord. So that's a difference. Like you can go into the center of the earth and ground there, but mm-hmm. I intentionally don't tell you to cord so you can go in. So like, sometimes I'll go in, say, I'm like noticing someone else does it and I still want to do their work. I will go down to the center of the earth and I'll say, hi, you know, how you doing? How's it going? And then I'll come back up without leaving any energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was kind of a, an extra addition to <laughs> answering what you asked, but um I, yeah, I don't go around and, and really lecture people on it unless sure. it's opening yeah. of course, but it's the first thing I teach people. Like the first thing, even if someone's just doing one session with me, you know, when I was doing one-on-one sessions, I would still start with, okay, how are you grounding Let's change it and now we'll go do some Earth Akashic work. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like I said, it's like, you know, I came into this work like very open-minded and I don't like to to ever kind of have resistance to things, but that was like the one thing you taught us where I was like, well, but but like what about but but <laughs> yeah. but then once I then you know once I understood and got deeper into it and strengthened my relationship with the elements and with Mama Earth, it was like, oh okay, now that actually really makes sense. And so I'm grateful for that, you know, and grateful for, for the chance to uh, rewrite that narrative for my own practice.
0: Yeah. That's, I think really huge because um, really the resistance, because I had resistance to it first too, when I was first taught that the resistance goes away when you start doing it and you actually go and feel like, wow, that actually really does feel different. Cause you can feel the difference in the earth when you ground and cord. Um, as opposed to when you go to the Earth Star, or even you just go down to the center and say hi and come back up. Like it's pretty crazy how much of a okay. difference you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for asking that. I think that's a really great <laughs> question and just a great thing to share. So, as we prepare to wrap up, I just want to ask you to finish by sharing a tip, a trick, a practice, something that is like part of your daily practice or, you know, consistent practice, something that you love to do that you would recommend to someone who's listening, who's like inspired, you know, I want to, I want to deepen my spiritual practice, but I don't know where to start. What would you recommend? Like what really helps you?
1: Yeah. Great question. Cause I think that's a hard thing too, or where it's like, where do I start? Where, how do I get into this world? Okay. And, you know, it can all sound like, oh, that's so much or that's so woo-woo. So I think, you know, just chugging along with my theme is like, start developing that relationship with your body. What does it mean to be in your body? What does that feel? What does it feel like in your body to be in your body? And one of my favorite exercises, um, that we did in the beginning of heal, which, you know, like I've said, I've done a lot of somatic like therapy and work. And like, I have, there's all kinds of different meditations you can use to ground and, and get in your body. But one image that you offered us was where's your physical body Mm -hmm. and where's your energetic body is the energetic body, you know, floating maybe a foot out of the physical is it all the way outside and there's no overlap like where is it so like a first noticing that and sidebar on all of this if you're like well, what what does that mean how do I know just trust your gut whatever comes through to you trust it that is the answer and go with it there's no wrong way to do it so first noticing what does that look like how does that feel and then send your energy send your focus to your feet And if it helps to imagine you pulling that energy body into your physical body, if it helps to then imagine Velcro, (laughs) Velcroing those feet together and then Velcroing up the sides of the legs, through the hips, through the torso, through the shoulders, all the way down the arms and through the head. Um, And so for me you know, you can do it with the chakras or you can just, if that's not your jam, like just do it through your body. Like, okay. I'm like focusing on my feet. Okay. My energy feet are in my physical feet. Check. Okay. Next knees, you know, energy knees are in the physical knees. Check. Okay. And so it's just like really learning how to actually be in your body. And like the first couple of times you do it, like that can take however long it takes. It can take 15 minutes, it can take 30 minutes. It, it could depend on the day. But when you start making that part of your regular practice, it's like, Okay. Feet, knees, hitch, check. Okay. I'm in, I'm in my body next, you know, it's just like, it can be get, get so quick and so second nature.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you brought them up. Cause that's my favorite chip. True too. That's like my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like puzzle piecing together your energy into your body. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: is the knee, is the knee piece connected to the knee piece? You know? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it really does make a huge difference. So thank you for sharing that one. I think that one's yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think just starting any kind of work that you're going to do as I always start by getting into my body. And that's just from there, then you can, you can feel like safer in the work that you're doing. Yeah. Or you can feel like it makes integration a hell of a lot easier as well. Anytime you do any work to start by being in your body, then whatever work you do can also remain in your body when you're done. So it's, it's, it's essential. It really is like a do not skip this step kind of thing.
0: I agree. Even if you're not doing spiritual work, even if you're just going, going to work Mm -hmm. or like going out with friends or something, like the difference between being in your body beforehand and like staying in your body or getting halfway through your day or your, the event or whatever you're doing and going, Oh, I'm really not in my body. Like it's, Wildly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and your experience and this conversation. <laughs> this has been really fun. And I just want to say thank you, Carly, for being here.
1: Thank you so much, Shannon. I mean, for everything, just everything you taught me throughout Heal. Um, and then just carrying on a good friendship afterward and giving me even more spaces to just talk about this and share my
0: story. It's really meaningful. So happy to do it. It's my pleasure. I'm so happy. Um, and at the moment, I know that you're still working on, you know, getting your website up. You're going on a trip really soon. So it's like, after you're back from that, um, just so you all know, um, Carly will be accessible um, sometime in the next few weeks or or month or so to give readings as well. You can also just reach out to her. I'll, I'll put your Instagram or your email, whatever you prefer in the show notes, but also when you're ready she will be on my website as well. There's going to, there is a recommended readers page in the works. So just so you all know, if you want a session, um, an earth and caution healing session, you can reach out to Carly as well, which is super awesome.
1: Yes, please do. And on that note, I'll just say that, um, yes, I'm going on this big, beautiful trip to the UK and I'm going to really tap into some beautiful ancient energy there. And I think that I'll come back with a lot of direction on how I wanna share this craft. And I share that and I'm vulnerable with that information because I think another thing too of like, if you're just kind of early on your journey, it's like, well, how do I start? Or like, everyone seems to always have it like so together and, and run this amazing business with all of these different offerings. And it's like, it takes a long time to build. And like, I'm in the middle of building it and it's okay to like, not feel like you have it all together yet. Cause I certainly don't, but I'm enjoying the process for sure.
0: Yes. I'm so glad you shared that because the process is honestly such a fun part of it. And no one has, I don't think there's anyone who has it as together as they seem mm-hmm. in reality. <laughs> like, yeah. It's the reality of doing this work and having your own business is that it's not nearly as streamlined as it actually looks no, <laughs> like there's enough. a lot of stuff <laughs> in the background.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you carly sending you a lot of love and i'm so glad we got to do this
1: you thank you
0: all right i hope you all enjoyed that episode as much as we enjoyed recording it so thank you for being here thank you for listening looking forward to seeing you in level one of earth akasha training and i will be back at the beginning of september with the Earth Akashic message for the month of September. All right, that is all for now. I will talk to you later.